welcome to Comic Chat number 51, episode 51, whatever. Uh, I'm your host, Linda McGee. I'm a nine-year comedian in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Uh, I'm originally from Compton, California. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, Linda McGee. You can find me on Instagram, GM3Comedy. That's GM, the number three, uh, comedy. Um, Today's date is Monday, October 11, 2021. And I just want to say, today is beautiful. Today is awesome. You guys are awesome. And I just want to say that I am uh, immensely grateful for your uh, ears listening to me talk about whatever it is I talk about on uh, these programs um this uh podcast can be found on Spotify Pocket Cast Google Podcast Radio Public and Breaker that's Spotify uh, Pocket Cast Google Podcast Radio Public and Breaker also right here on uh Anchor uh I just want to say thank you guys. I love you for uh, listening to this podcast and, and uh, making me feel important and uh, sending your positive energy and vibes to me through uh, allowing me in wherever you are in your reality. Um, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everyone is feeling good. And I hope if you're not feeling good that you raise yourself up, you look in the mirror and you say, I'm beautiful. And I am worthy of everything I desire. And it's coming to me right now. And you got to say it with some feeling. You might want to do a dance or something with it. Because all that positive energy plus what you said goes up into the universe. And you know it comes back and reflects itself in your reality. And that's what it's really all about. So, um... Just uh, been trying to keep a positive mind because I noticed a lot of negative uh, patterns have been installed in me from the time I was uh, born. I'm trying to eliminate those by listening to a lot of affirmations and saying the affirmations and trying to say it with energy and feeling instead of just saying them and trying to be cool like there's somebody in my own house watching me say uh, affirmations. But it's all about that positive uh, radiation. If you can radiate positivity, then you can attract it to yourself because you are a magnet for your desires. Your dreams are real. Your imagination controls what you experience down here on earth. Not just today, but every day. So be grateful for every moment of every day even if you perceive it to be negative because nothing lasts forever and once it is over it's over and you cannot get it back and that's uh, something interesting that I was reading because I've been reading the uh, autobiography of Malcolm X I've been reading like an hour a day for like the last week and a half and uh very interesting. It may be longer than that, because I'm like chapter 13. And uh, at the, at the, I think it's the, towards the end of chapter 12, he's talking about a Muslim funeral. 
and how he had to conduct them and he told people not to cry and there were no songs or anything and they just uh, paid their respects because they felt that well this is an uh, Elijah Muhammad teaching this is not an Islamic uh, teaching because there's his version there's the Elijah Muhammad version and then there's the real version practiced in the Middle East like he believed that we shouldn't like cry for people once they die or like sing songs for people once they're dead because they're not aware of us doing it and uh, we should have done all that while they were living I mean it's a cruel it's kind of cruel if you think about it but then it's also kind of uh, brutally honest because uh, we don't celebrate those that we know we celebrate these strangers, these cele- celebrities for for doing their job, but you won't celebrate that neighbor that brings over some dessert for you just because they had a little left over and thought about you. Or somebody who watches your kids and makes sure they're uh, all straight. But we'll we'll cry for like Kobe. And <laughs> and we'll We'll, we'll gawk over LeBron James and Dave Chappelle and and, and uh, all these Hollywood and so-called celebrity figures, Drake and Little Wayne. When they die, we want to make them make our profile pictures on every uh, social media platform we uh, get our hands on. Then we go streaming the music like we didn't know that the person was talented when they were alive. Some of us didn't even like the artists when they were alive, but then when they died, they became like our favorite artists. Like everybody became a Nipsey Hussle fan once he died. I had never heard a Nipsey Hussle song before he, uh, well, I had, but I just didn't know it was him. And I'm not going to say it was bad. I just didn't care for that type of music anymore because I was over it. The whole gangster rap shit. And uh, I experienced that shit. I know he was saying some real shit too, but it was more like street speak. So I understand the niggas who love Nipsey. I'm not going to hate on him because he's from where I'm from. But it's just I never connected with him. I'm not going to act like I'm the biggest... uh, Nipsey Hussle fan now that he died I just never listened to the dude and it is, I'm sorry for what happened to him but <laughs> I'm just not a, a big fan but that just that just goes to show like why do we do that why do we fake it why do it take for somebody to not be living for you to be like man that dude was really like good like, that's a lot of a problem in entertainment. I don't even know if I really want to consider myself an entertainer because uh, being an open mic comic is such a low piece of the wrong. It's kind of like the the brown, <laughs> the brown little cardboard piece that holds the toilet tissue together. That's how I, open, that's how I feel about open mic comedy. And, but it's, it's what I love to do. 
<laughs> so I say that I entertain when whenever I do like a, a open mic or something, but I don't really consider myself an entertainer. <laughs> but it, it's always some uh, competition that blinds us from uh, appreciating what each other is uh, doing and what our worth is to the craft. And it's a lot of a lot of what we do in our scene is we just be talking shit. And that shit gets boring. I don't mean to sound like Debbie Downer on all the, the gossip and shit, but it really is weird as fuck that a bunch of dudes will sit around and like talk shit about each other, telling jokes. Like somehow some nigga who works at a call center in Phoenix who decides to do open mics it's the reason why your ass ain't in L.A. making it. <laughs> or so-called making it. Like, like that motherfucker really have uh, play a role in where you are uh, in your so-called comedy career. And yet, that's like 95% of the, the focus. And I'm being generous by saying it's 95%. But well, we seem to be entertained by, like, this crabs in a bucket shit. Uh, I just really enjoy uh, going on stage and, and performing for people and then seeing other people do well. But a lot of our scene, we hate writing out here. It's just like, it takes too much time. But I can understand why writing can make you feel like that because it is teeny, especially if you want to write a good joke. Sometimes you get a good joke right out the blue and it just flies right out of your mouth and everybody's dying and now you have your nice little joke. But sometimes you got to like work a joke out for like two, three months before it finally starts to hit like it's supposed to. So that kind of discourages you when you have an end goal to the race, which is like to make it on TV or whatever, or Netflix, or to be like Dave Chappelle, who is like this hot button issue now because he spoke honestly. And I just think that it's because he was a black dude saying some shit about you know, white people's reality and, you know, we're not supposed to say nothing about anything that they do because you know, we black but I I thought it was brilliant uh, the Space Jews uh, the Space Jews callback killed me and that's what I liked about it it was, it was technically sound, he had a lot of callbacks he, uh, he, he connected with the audience and nobody booed at the end, so I never, I didn't really get the whole hubbub over why this is a problem and why people are canceling their Netflix subscription subscriptions. I can't even speak because this is so foolish. Excuse me, and drink some water real quick. Yeah, it just it didn't make any sense to me. I just think it's another way to racially divide us you know because everybody wants to feel like they're supportive of the LGBTQ community 
but nobody seems to want to be in favor of free speech and humanity. And, you know, I know that probably upset one of the five people that'll listen to this, but I'm sorry, it's just the truth. Everything should be accepted. There should be two sides of every coin, not a force to be one side. Because every time somebody say something against the status quo or the norm, they get bullied into submission. Because everybody who, who go along with the status quo, they can label you as soon as you go outside of it. And then they have a mob of people harass you online, call you all types of names, become worse than the thing that they're trying to call you. But it's acceptable because a lot of people are doing it. And I just think that that makes people not want to join that side. And I just feel like it's a lot of division in America for no damn reason. But I think it's because they know we will allow it because we do not want to think for ourselves. Like I was saying, I'm 39 years old and I remember encyclopedias being sold door to door. I remember having to do a book report and actually going to the library and have to have a library card and actually having to have that book back on time or going to go sit in the library for an hour. You was finna be gone for at least two hours if you was going to the library. And I remember those days and now since we got so comfortable with these computers, we kind of forget that, you know, where we came from and we kind of take the technology for granted. And a lot of people use it to confuse and push out uh, misinformation. (laughs) And I think that one day we're going to find out that we should have kept learning instead of depending on, you know, computers, which is created by a man. That is the astounding thing. Is we kind of make this, uh, these phones and computers are overlords, but it was created by another human being just like us. But we will give this shit the biggest role in our life. And it can't love us, can't congratulate us, can't even care about us. But we will we'll be like, I don't need friends, I have my phone and my dog. And that is another thing is why are we so comfortable with replacing human contact with animal contact? I love dogs, but I also like to talk to people. So I don't think that uh, me sitting at home with a dog talking and all I can see is his expression. And he loved me because I feed him and give him a warm place to stay and take him out to piss and shit at three in the morning. I don't think that's good as a like a woman that kind of gets on your nerves, but you still love them when you see them. And the last thing you want to see is them leave you forever. I don't think that kind of equates to the same thing. But since a dog is easier to control and doesn't have an opinion, I guess that's why we are like, animals are better than people. Like these people who call their pets their animal kids. You didn't have to, you didn't have to fucking change that kid. 
shit and put a diaper on it. You could, yeah, you had to put a paper bag around your hand and pick it up. But you didn't have to, like, teach that fucking dog, you know, how to do dog shit. Especially if you adopt one. Now, if you got a puppy and raised it, that's different. It is kind of like a kid, but still, that dog does not really need you to survive. A kid kind of needs you to survive. So, I don't understand. I just don't get it how we just be like, I can't stand people. Like, I, f- I feel like I can't stand people, but I understand we have a purpose and I appreciate every person that I come across and every person that is in my life right now. Either, even if they don't feel the same way that I do, I'm grateful for them because... I could have an empty ass existence with no people. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know, man. There's a lot of crazy ass shit going on. And everybody's getting mad. Everybody's got an argument. Everybody's saying, what can, who can say this and who can say that? And we really don't know what we're saying. Cause nobody listening. Everybody think they right already. It's, it's like everybody's ears is deaf, so their mouth is moving because they can't hear themselves speak. But shit is crazy as a motherfucker, man. Sometimes you just got a question, like what you believe. Cause you could just been believing some shit. That's not even true. And it's like, you don't even understand why you believe it. It's just something that you heard over and over and over again. Like, I used to believe me against the world. I never even, the world never did nothing to me. But me against the world was my my mission statement from junior high to high school. Me against the world. Just because Tupac said it. It's just me against the world. I'm like, okay, yeah. That sounds good. But I went home and I saw my mama every day after school. Even though she was mad at me most of the time. Because I probably did some stupid shit. But I saw my mom, my sisters, my brothers. I ate every day. I had clothes and shit. So how could it be me against the world? But I was living... With that mantra in my head, walking around angry, and I attracted angry ass friends. And all we did was sit around and talk about how the world sucks, and we didn't have enough money to go do this, and we didn't have the, enough to buy these shoes, and we didn't, you know, we couldn't go see these certain players play at, at the basketball games because we couldn't afford tickets and all that shit. Just a whole bunch of shit that. Uh, really didn't matter just showed a whole bunch of uh, lack of gratitude so you got a question what you believe because I could have just still been walking around like that I did for a long time I walked around through I want to say from junior high to high school from all the way until I want to say 
about 32. Walked around with that mentality. Me against the world. I'm a gangster. I'm tough. All it did was push a whole bunch of people away from me. And I didn't even know why I believed it. Because Tupac was dead. And he had been dead for a long ass time. And I'm still like me against the world. It's me against the world. Not paying attention to what happened to the dude that I got it from. But I attached myself to it. And it had me like lonely and like miserable for for years. All I had was uh, liquor and shit. Just a drunk ass sad dude. Didn't even know how sad I was because alcohol was making you feel like drunk. (laughs) <laughs> was was the best you with shit. <laughs> like, I just remember, like, sitting in the... Just sitting in the mirror with the bottle in my hand, posing and shit, taking pictures with bottles and shit when I was, like, 19, 20 years old. Like, that shit was really the cool thing to do with it. It was just sadness that I could not even see. I wasn't even aware of it. Or I was aware of it, but I was using that spirit. To, to bury that shit. It was retarded. It was fucking retarded, but I also understand why it happened because uh, I wouldn't be where I am today without that foolish experience. But um, yeah, you got to question what you believe, man, because what you believe kind of creates what you experience. And that's why a lot of us experience the same thing over and over and over because we don't want to change our beliefs and then we hang out with people who who encourage our beliefs instead of discouraging those beliefs and then encouraging you to uh, change them or at least adjust them because not everything you learned as a child is uh, uh, toxic. But a lot of it is toxic because of a lot of the people that taught us things as kids. They were narcissistic people who didn't see no light in the world. Because in America, everything is so oppressive. Everybody being oppressed. It don't matter what race you are. It's all about status. And even then, you're being oppressed because rich people, they want to take from each other. That's the whole game of Monopoly is to try to be the richest person in the game while everybody else is broke. You gotta be cruel and kind of heartless to win that game. And uh, just want to ask a question. Uh, How often, you know, with that being said, how often do you think about you, and when I say think about you, I don't mean like, uh, fuck everybody else, this is me, I'm talking about how often do you think about what you desire, what type of reality you want to create, who you want to have in your reality, Uh, uh, do you want to be rich, do you want to be well liked, do you want to be able to help others, do you want to help heal some part of the world? Like, do, how often do you think about what you desire to do? Because that's important. I think a lot of us are scared to think about what we desire because uh, other people, it's always other people. We allow them to talk us into serving their um, purpose instead of serving our own purpose. And we don't serve our own purpose because 
we are scared that we might actually be happy. And we might have to let go of those bitter friends and bitter situations and bitter beliefs and bitter uh, emotions that we experienced because we, we didn't check what we believed. Or we didn't, you know, think about what we desire. Because I desire to just help a lot of people. That is the main reason why I desire to manifest uh, uh, endless uh, prosperity and abundance so that I can help other people uh, do some work in nature. I don't know much about nature, but I can always learn. But I know that this world will be here long after a lot of us or all of us, <laughs> I said a lot of us, like some of us are just going to live forever. Like, no, all of us, this world will still be here after all this human life and human creation that we've been allowed to place down here, you know, is old and, and, and gone. There'll still be earth and there'll still be animals and there'll still be trees and, and plants and flowers and bugs and all that. I would like to do something to uh, prolong it because we are really fucking it up with our carelessness and because we think that this technology is the savior of all things. And I don't mean to keep talking negatively of technology because I, I understand that it has a purpose just like everything else. But I think that we allow ourselves to put too much value in it and we attach ourselves to it to the point that we forget about the fact that everybody's a human being trying to learn and grow and do the best that they can do as a uh, a human being. But it's just, you know, I think you should do that. At least take at least five to ten minutes a day and just sit in silence and think about the reality that you wish to create for yourself. And you could also try to visualize it and how it'll affect others and, and, and everything beautiful that you deserve because we all do deserve the life that we, uh, we, we desire. But we've been told to like work like slaves. Neglect your own happiness to chase a fantasy that's been put on your face or put in your face by this media box who just encourages you to take money away from your dream and give to them. So I think it's like five minutes a day you should think about what you really desire for yourself, for other people, for the world. Because you can have it. You're a creative being. You have all the spiritual support you 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 desire because the universe is always on everybody's side working towards our highest good all we have to do is speak it but a lot of us want to speak negativity because it's popular to be like there is no spirit they don't the universe doesn't care about you and why would the universe give a damn about your dreams and it's easier to ridicule than to just try to believe in something bigger than yourself But if you do believe in something bigger than yourself, there's nothing wrong with you. You are not crazy. 
It is just the path that you have chosen and everybody has the, uh, the ability to choose this path, but we just don't. A lot of us just choose to go the way that we've been given, even if it's not making us happy, but that's everybody's freedom and that's everybody's choice. Um, I don't even want to talk about this, but <laughs> Tyson Fury knocked all, knocked all the hope for black people out of Deontay Wilder this weekend in the third fight. I was pulling for Wilder because I wanted him to you know, come back and be successful, but the brother's just not a fighter. Take nothing away from the 40 KOs they uh, gave him to build his record. Because a lot of those KOs was the same person twice. Uh, Hats off to Tyson Fury for knocking him. Hopefully out of the ring. Because I don't want the brother to be brain damaged. Uh, it, uh, It was just... I didn't even see the fight. I seen highlights and it just looked like a... A spectacle, and uh, I just it's just sad. I know I'm gonna do a boxing episode one of these, uh, one of these Mondays, but I just hope Deontay Wilder is uh, done with boxing because I do not want to see him get punished anymore. Um, the heavyweight division is kind of a joke now, Anthony Joshua is kind of trash. Usyk, I think he's going to beat Anthony Joshua again. Um, I just think because everybody, like the welterweight division is, is the, the division. It's no longer the big guys. It's kind of the little guys now. And uh, I hope one day America can get back to being dominant in the heavyweight division. And that takes people going to the Olympics and, and competing instead of going to MMA, but of course, the people are going to flock to where the money is. Uh, my Dodgers playing the Giants in, in the Divisional Series, the NLDS, Game 3 in Los Angeles tonight in less than 30 minutes, I think. No, a little bit over 30 minutes. And uh, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win this series in four. And uh, go on and play whoever uh, wins out of Milwaukee and the Atlanta Braves. I think that they're going to win the World Series again this year. And uh, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I'm just uh, a Dodgers fan. Uh, I just like the inconsistencies, though. It just kind of makes me want to take it back. But no, I've already been saying that they're going to do it, so... This is the quest. They're going to win tonight, and uh, they're going to seal the series tomorrow and head on to the next round. Um, This has been Comic Chat number 51. I am your host, Glendon McGee. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Glendon McGee. On Instagram, GM3Comedy. That's GM, the number three comedy um i love you guys and i appreciate you guys for listening and i pray that you have a uh, beautiful week a beautiful life 
Uh, don't stress yourself over things that uh, do not matter. Uh, you are divine. You are worthy. You are good enough. You, you deserve happiness and success. And all of those things can be yours if you stay positive and you spread love to other people. Because whatever you spread out, it will come back to you tenfold. So until next time, well, you can find this uh, podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. And right here on Anchor. Uh, thank you again. Till next time. I love you all and goodbye.